What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 131 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? We're talking Unite today, so I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of you talking, uh, because, to to put it very bluntly, uh, my body hates me, and I feel awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, the new patch for Unite dropped friday early friday morning so i woke up stupid early to play mew on the new patch to get a video out for friday morning and i love the new map i love the changes to the game um a couple pokemon seem a little too strong which we'll talk about that here in a minute but i'm super excited to kind of just geek out about the game that i like probably more than vgc (laughs) to be fair uh vgc is dead so (laughs) that that is also true yeah um this might become a little mini series depending on what we can get going here uh between Mm -hmm. unite tcg and go just so everybody can kind of explore other things while vgc is dead and waiting in the wings for scarlet and violet to start yeah for sure um the the big thing right now is just like trying to it's really hard to try to balance content when uh, the stuff that like we're known for isn't happening currently. Yeah. Um, so we're so going to do what we can and it'll be okay. How I expect this to go is I'm going to geek out over Unite this week. You'll probably geek out talking about TCG stuff next week. And then for Go, we'll have no clue what we're talking about and have to try and find somebody. Yeah. Um, so I, I am pretty good friends with uh, my LGS owners seeing how my girlfriend like also works there so um i know my way around the tcg i've played it for quite a while um like not not like hyper competitively or anything but you know i i know my my tcg stuff that i you know your stuff you're not you're not you're not just spewing nonsense like i i don't know if it's actually on camera but my bookshelf back here has uh when i when i got tiff into starting to like open match uh pokemon cards and everything she immediately went i need everything <laughs> gotta collect them all right gotta catch them Correct. all the whole uh, yeah. so we we started i think it was technically with um darkness ablaze was the first set that we we really went hard on mm-hmm. and so then she's like well i need everything before it and then everything after it <laughs> so we have um Good Basically, luck with base set. <laughs> she she set the precedent to herself that it's going to be everything from base sword and shield forward. Ah. So like everything that's currently in standard, um, we can kind of slap together. Like in in all actuality, we we have enough where we could probably uh, play a decent amount of whatever we wanted to, and cool. it's just fine. Um. There's there's some stuff that we're missing. Like we don't have all of our Arceus and all of our Arceus V Star, but they're also hella expensive, and I'm not about to drop money on them. Yeah, you'll um, get them when they rotate. <laughs> and like, sure, whatever. Uh, her big thing is she just wants like one of everything. And I'm just like, no, you can't play with just one. You gotta so, have a playset, right? Correct. You, might, you gotta get the playset. It's like the lesser power v's and v maxes and v stars all those so we just we're just getting one but like all the commons and uncommons yeah sure we'll get four we'll we'll get four of each rev hollow why not and it's 
might as well add to the collection. So now you've got um, a nice bookshelf full of cards. The uh, we'll talk. About, I'm sure a lot more about it next week. But there is the Malamar deck that's currently in standard. Yep. Um, we have it about as fancy as you can possibly get. Nice. Um, just because like it was one that I really liked playing, and I got it like. When we first built it, it was like a super budget deck for Tiff, and it was like $30 for the entire deck. And then, you know, my little goblin brain went, but I can make it shiny. <laughs> yeah, shiny things are good. Yeah, so, I, I, I know. I'm literally the person with foil dredge sitting on the wall. I know. So, um, <laughs> all of the supporters are full arts. Um, all, of the, all the Pokemon, of course, because it is a super budget-friendly deck, all the Pokemon are Rev Hollows. Just anything and everything in the deck is foiled. Mm-hmm. Um, her and I have both come to the conclusion that we don't like golds. So, like, we're not going to ever gold out a deck, even though they look better. Eh, it, doesn't match, the it doesn't match the rest of the deck. Yeah. Um, but, like, there's the Trainer Gallery Octillaries. Just like, yeah, those are full arts. We're going to play them. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> so... Like it's it's really cool, and obviously we'll talk about it a little more next week and everything. Where uh, I'll have data to back up, you know, TCG stuff and all that. But yeah, so let's let's talk some unite. This is this is your bread and butter. So um, where do you want to start? Because I know you haven't played the game in a very long time. When did Blissey come out? Uh, last year. All right, cool. Pretty That's early the last, last time year. I played. Um. So I believe there's been what is it? One. Let's see. Okay, two, looking here three, at the Pokemon that are four, out. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think there's like eleven Pokemon that have come out since you, like. Since you've played. 15, 16. Uh, Are you trying to pick out the ones that you've seen? <laughs> 18, 19, 20. If I'm counting correctly, there's 20 that I have never played with. <laughs> but I, I feel like that's probably not completely accurate. There's a lot. There's like We haven't added that many to the game. There's a lot that were here that you haven't played with that were already just still in the game to begin with. Um, but, like, I think after Blessy, you've missed Agaslash, Azumarill, Buzzwole. Um, I'm not sure if you were here for Decidueye or not. I know you missed Delphox. Yep. I know you missed Dragonite. I know you missed Duraludon. Uh I don't remember if you were there for Gardevoir. Gardevoir was real early. I think Gardy was, like, one of the last ones. Um, you weren't there Let's for Glaceon. See. You weren't there for. I have I have the complete list of Pokemon by release date. Uh, so yeah, just... Guardian Guardian Blissey were the first two added. Then there was Blastoise, which I played a little bit when Blastoise came out, but I never bought it. You yeah. did. Yeah, I was a big um, Blastoise fan at release, and still am. I think I own Mamo. I think I could be wrong. Mamo's then... a fun one. Everything past Mamo I don't have. So Sylveon Greedent, Decidueye, Serena, Dragonite, Trevenant, Azu, Espeon, Delphox, Glaceon, Buzzwold, Titar, and now of course Mew as well. Yeah. So handful that that I'm missing out on. 
Yeah. Um, In fact, I could I could probably tell you if my game is actually up to date or not. It, it's very likely not. <laughs> Let's find out together. Well, while you're doing that, um, for those that are, are also maybe returning to the game for the first time, a lot has changed since uh, probably you first played the game. Um, the big things that we got out of year two are the new map, which is awesome. The new map is great. And then um, the just general changes to some Pokemon and how thing like how um, Unite moves work is a big change. Uh, there's a whole lot to cover and go over, um, so we might not touch on every single thing that has changed, um, but we'll try to get all the important highlights out of the way. Come talk to me in eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it'd be a while. Um, so I know you were a Talonflame main way yes. back when. Um, I love Talonflame. Uh, Cinderace was sick. Zara was really cool. Um, I owned Garchomp. It was like one of the more expensive ones that like when it first came out mm -hmm. uh, at launch, it was really, really expensive. Um, I played a little bit of Pikachu. I had, I think I have Charizard and Gengar. I think I also have Snorlax. There's a, there was a bunch of them there at the very beginning. I'm just like, uh, it was about the time last year when it first came out that I had, uh, like, through my health insurance, I can do these things to earn points throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And you have to use your points by the end of the year, otherwise they just fall off. Mm -hmm. and so it's like, I think 3,000 points you can get, a, like, a $100 gift card. So I just cashed out two of them for, like, Amazon points and just, like, dumped $100 into Unite. <laughs> like, I mean, hey. I have nothing better to do with this money, and now I don't touch it, so... <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of the thing about MOBAs is they may be free up front, but they are just like money pits down the road. So the longer you play, the more money you're going to put into them. Uh, it's just natural. You could free to play the entire game. It is designed to do that, um, which it's even better now that they've made a couple of tweaks to how energy rolls work and things like that. Um, there's actually like means to an end in this case. So... We're going to probably ignore most of the big Pokemon changes outside of Mr. Mime down here, who is a Pokemon that uh, was really, really cool, but never really was a support. For those that played Mr. Mime back in the day, he's got a completely reworked kit for the most part. Um, I believe the light screen barrier... Um, are mostly the same outside of the fact that they now stun on placement. That's a real quality of life change there. Um, your boosted attack's different. Uh, it's now like uh, every five seconds charge instead of just like you stacking it up and then hitting them. Um, I, I feel like that's a good quality of life change too. The, the big things that Mr. Mime did and the things that they're probably going to walk back a little bit uh, power swap and psychic pretty much both got completely retooled. Um, power swap is insanely strong. It, it's on the level of broken, I would say. Um, it, it, you become a drain tank, essentially. You sit there and you throw it on an opponent and you heal off of them. It okay. slowly damages them while also slowly healing you. 
and um, okay. they don't break the tether, it's never broken. It just goes and goes oh. and goes and goes, which I feel like that will change eventually. Um, it slows them down. You, like you get to stay on top of them essentially. So it's harder for them to get away. Um, every half second is a tick for this thing and it, it'll tick forever. Like, I feel like this is probably the biggest change in the game. So if you're going to pick up a support and you're like looking at the game from outside, pick up Mr. Mime. That that's your unite tip for the day. Start learning Mr. Mime. I don't think I own Mime actually. Again, uh talk to me in 4 minutes. <laughs> like <laughs> um outside of the Mr. Mime rework uh, which this means that we'll probably get rework for other Pokemon in the future, which is a good thing in my book, seeing that um, most of the time they're not like people, people and like are excited for this kind of stuff. But game developers usually don't retool po like their characters very often. Um, Unite is not even that old. And the fact that we're already getting a reworked character shows that they are very in touch with their game and they're like wanting the best things that they can get out of it. And like, you know, that was that was something like when when the first the game first came out, it's just like, man, this Pokemon kind of sucks. We should probably do something and like, you know, over time they they were very active about uh putting out patches and everything. And like uh looking at the patch notes here, you know, we have uh release patch was 1.1.1.4. And, you know, now we're up to 1.7.1.2. I don't understand how they number their patch notes, but I'm not going to question it. Um, I'm not sure exactly how they're doing it either. I believe it's just like how they want to do, how they want to consider dev releases. Um, mm -hmm. I know uh, the 1.6 patch, I believe, was the first emblems patch. Um, I Maybe? Yes, one point six point one point two was the first emblems patch. Okay, uh, so that might be how it is. It's just like one point one point one point one whatever is the very first build of the game. One point two adds something. One point three added something else. One point four. One point five. So on and so forth. Okay, I mean that makes sense. Um, looking at other things here in the patch notes, uh, there's. Some held item changes. Um, the, the big takeaway here is Floatstone is a little bit better. Um, one of the big things about the new map is movement and getting around the map. Since it is larger than the previous map, there's more time walking between areas. And so that out-of-combat movement speed might be more important now than it was in Remote Stadium where everything felt kind of close together. You could get from top to bottom pretty quick. Um, even without Hoopa doing its Hoopa thing, uh, you could rotate around the map fairly easily as a group pretty quickly, not have to worry about taking a bunch of camps in between, and you could get back and forth pretty quickly. Now it's it's hard to rotate from one point to another point unless you leave and then your opponents get an advantage because they may not care about the rotation. What so, does Hoopa do? Okay, so Hoopa is probably the most 
nonsense support in the game. Um, this uh, Hoopa allows you to jump back and forth between the goal points. Okay. Um, it also is a Pokemon that can send you back to spawn, and then you can come back via hyperspace hole. Okay. Hoopa is a weird one for sure. Uh, there's a lot of little, there's a lot of little niche things that Hoopa's really good at. Um, map rotations is one of them. You're able to kind of jump around the map, rotate very quickly, go from top to bottom pretty quick, much faster than you would be doing like walking and things like that. And I expect Hoopa to probably be a mainstay in this new map too, just because it gets you across the map faster. Yeah, it seems um, very, very good. Yeah. Uh, outside of all of that, um, other Pokemon I think that are going to do well on the map, uh, any kind of Pokemon that used to get gatekeeped by experience, things like Garchomp, Mamoswine, uh, Gardevoir, things like that, because there's more experience on the map to take. You're not as worried about not getting your level 5, not getting your level 9, and it's much easier to hit those level breakpoints rather than you're stuck at level five or level six because you got ganked one time and died, right? Like now you can, there's other experience to grab on the map a little bit. It's a, at least it's a little bit easier to grab on the map. Okay, so talk to me about these this emblem system they've put into place. Okay, what do you so, want to know? What good is it like okay so coming from a very limited like knowledge of league of legends in the olden days they had their rune pages Mm -hmm. and as a beginner it felt very impossible to be on the same skill level as someone who's been playing forever not only as like you know having an actual skill difference but like because i don't have access to these rune pages that they've maxed out i'm automatically at a disadvantage there yeah is is that like translate well to this or like is this something that's going to prohibit people from picking up the game from playing immediately so you don't need emblems to win the game okay is the big takeaway here uh emblems are beneficial they, they do help out, especially in the master ranks, but for the casual, low-ranked grinder, your emblems aren't going to mean a lot. Um, the other benefit and difference between the riot system that you're talking about, where it was the runes and the rune pages and all that, and this one is a lot of the bonuses come from color matching rather than just having a specific rune. Okay. So it doesn't matter what seven black emblems you have, right? They're going to give you that cooldown reduction no matter what, as long as they're all differently named. Okay. Which, which in the world of Pokemon, of, the, of these emblems, I believe there's currently, I think, 11 black emblems. Let me um, see here. I can, I can tell you. There um, are 12, I, I, it looks like. 12. See, I yes. can just do it. I can pull it up right here and just look at it. Yeah, there's uh, Beedrill, uh, Ekans, Arbok, Zubat, Golbat, 
Vileplume, Venomoth, Victory Bell, Tentacruel, Grimer, Muck, and uh, Gengar. Yeah, 12. Um, which they missed out on making Coughing and Wheezing also black. So, whatever on that one. Um, I think they learned their lesson from the first set that, hey, we might have put too many black emblems in the game to start. <laughs> well, you know. Um, but they fixed they fixed a lot of the issues they had that that would have plagued later on down the line, especially with this whole new system. Um, they they fixed the black emblems, so they're not as strong as anymore. They fixed some attack and crit and special attack emblems, so they're not as broken as they were. Um, and they also gave us more pages, which you have to buy them, but you can buy them for, through coins. So the free to play still aspect is still there. So that's okay. not as big a deal. Um, it's, I think it's about 6,000 or 5,800 or something, whatever the, what's in the patch notes, 58. Yeah. 5,800 coins, which honestly isn't terrible. Um, you can get that in a couple weeks, uh, especially with all the extra coins and tasks and things they do in the game. It's not hard to earn five, 6,000 coins in a couple weeks worth of playing. Um, but if they're like, as are, are they good for the game? It's kind of debatable. Um, they're not, like I said, they're not necessary to play, so you don't have to have them. Uh, but uh, like the master rank and high, or, and then up and around that, they're very nice to have because those extra seconds, that little bit of customization you can get helps f you finesse your play style a little bit more. Um, like for me, I like having extra bulk on my Pokemon because I'm very aggressive when it comes to like going in and diving and things like that so i tend to always play a little bit of extra bulk in my builds and that's how i get it through there it lets me live hits a little bit easier i'm not taking as much damage um whereas some people really value that cooldown that special attack boost that attack boost want to deal as much damage as possible and they'll 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 lean into those black green and brown emblems more okay um the, the issue I've had with the whole emblem system is just the fact that it's a big old gotcha game. I can't buy the ones I want. Yeah, like, that seems obnoxious. It's it's how they balance it, essentially. It's so you can only redeem 30 rolls in a day, 30 energy rolls in a day. And so you can't just get all the runes, uh, all the emblems and get ahead because you have you're, you're limited on how many you can get in a day okay um this that is what balances it out between new players and returning players returning players probably had 700 800 rolls saved up and didn't use them but they could only use 30 a day got it okay so even in 10 days they've only done 300 rolls and the average player can get probably 15 to 20 rolls in a day if they play for seven six hours or whatever over the course of the day depending on what your energy output is like but overall it's it's not a terrible system i just wish that i could buy the ones i want because i know i told you told it to you before we started i literally had all of set one before set two dropped, except for Tentacool and Tentacruel, and I do not own them. 
Still awesome. Love I've, that. I've rolled ninety rolls since the new set drop. I st- still don't own them. Sure, man. So unite. Sure. Why are you doing me dirty? Let me get my tentacle and tentacruel emblem so I can finish that part of the set and not have to worry about it. Because at this point, it's just funny. Yeah, it's just hilarious at this point, right? Like I don't need them because black's not busted anymore. It's not getting giving you ten percent cooldown or whatever. Um, it's only giving you four, mm-hmm. and so um, that kind of brings us to the emblem changes here. I'll kind of go over these kind of nice and neatly. Um, critical hit chance got a nerf. Uh, black emblems got a nerf because they were the mo- those were the probably the most two powerful emblem things you could be doing is the all crit builds, which was ten percent crit rate at all ten golds, all giving you one percent. That seems obnoxious. So you could essentially, I believe, you could get a total of 30% through items and emblems. And then there were absolutely bananas. There were certain Pokemon like Absol that have increased crit chance on certain moves. And Mm -hmm. so that whatever percent it was gets you get to add that extra 30 or whatever extra percent on top of it. And just tear through people. When every second auto attack crits, it's so easy to just melt people. Yeah, that seems uh, just obnoxious, to yeah. put it very bluntly. Uh, crits in this game, are they double damage? Uh, I don't believe it's double damage quite exactly. It is, I think it's like one and a half or something. Um. Uh... I know crits ignore the defenses. Awesome. Love so, that. like, they just deal damage based on, your like, what they would do normally if you had no defense boosts or special defense boosts. All right. So this is just going off of the first website I found. It says, uh, critical hits are the bonus damage added to your attack when you land a crit. Uh, when you land a crit, the damage dealt will be doubled. Again, this is just literally the first. Uh, first I don't one that think I that's up. quite right, because I I have literally like done like seen these numbers like pop they pop up like in big text mm-hmm. when you do it, and I'm pretty sure one thousand is not double six hundred. It's really close. <laughs> um. I'm pretty sure 650 times 1.5 is closer to 1,000 than 650 times 2. Mm-hmm. Um, but fixing the crit em- hit emblems was a good thing. Uh, they also were looking at uh, fixing the cooldown, the black color emblems. Um, now, instead of 248, you get 124 at 7, which is a real big change. You're essentially maxing out now at 5 black emblems instead of 7 like you would for the old system. Okay. So you're, you, you only really want to, you want to play all seven still, because that's going to give you the most cooldown for like your special attackers and whatnot. You're just not going to be able to have your abilities up all the time anymore. Got it. There were some Pokemon like Dragonite, uh, that mm-hmm. got a couple changes just because it was being able to spam Dragon Dance all the time with the cooldown reduction emblems. And uh, that ended up getting changed, so they, they you can no longer do that. Dragon uh, Dragon Dance got a 
nerf, right? So the cooldown for Dragon Knight's Dragon Dance um, went from 5 seconds to 5.5 seconds. This means that you aren't constantly stacking it anymore. You're not you're not okay. able to keep the stacks over and over and over through cooldown reduction like you were before. Okay. Um, and what is what does it actually do? So Dragon Dance combos with your hyper beam. It stacks your hyper beam and gives you stage one, zero, one, two, and three. Okay. Um, so every time you use Dragon Dance, it gives you attack speed, an attack boost, and things like that. But it would also raise the damage that your hyper beam would do. Uh, stage zero uh, currently does zero percent extra damage, max HP damage. So it's just the flat damage that hyper beam would normally do. Stage one is now five percent. Stage two is ten percent, and stage three is now twenty percent because that's that's like the the max out point, and that's kind of your goal. A lot of these people were able to get to that ten percent mark really quickly, and now it's not doing fifteen percent of your health; it's doing ten percent. And do these go down over time? Do these stages just like deplete if you're not? So like... it'll it'll all fall off at once. So if you're Got not it. using hyper beam, it'll all just fall off. But Got that's it. why you just spammed dragon dance. You could keep it at stage three until you needed to use hyper beam. Now I'm following. Okay. Um. But yeah, fix you... the. Go ahead. Um. I know you kind of touched on, like, the Unite move buff here, right? Am I, am uh, I, I haven't, misremembering? I haven't mentioned it on here yet, but I think I mentioned okay. it to you off screen. Yes, we, we talked about it. I couldn't remember. I feel like we've been recording for, like, six hours. <laughs> I am just so brain dead tonight. Not quite, but um, close. So it used to be that each Unite move gave, like, the same boost to every character, right? Correct. On top uh, of whatever effect that their Unite move actually had. Yep. Uh, so if I remember right, it was like movement speed, attack speed, cooldown reduction, and, she and an HP shield when you used Correct. your Unite move. Uh, mainly just to make them big, flashy ults and things like that. Um, they still do that, but they're not like the same across the board anymore. Um, so is it now based on like what type of pokemon it is so it's based on your role so each pokemon yeah, you know you. is assigned as a role attacker supporter the... and things like that um yeah. supporters will get more cooldown reduction but they also get a little bit of other stuff defenders get that hp shield but they get a little bit of other stuff attackers get attack speed a little bit more than normal but they get other stuff all rounders are kind of just like here's a bunch of this stuff across the board but it's not as much as everybody else is getting from other stuff and uh, then speedsters get a move speed buff compared to the other stuff. Got it. Okay. It it helps things keep things like Charizard was a really good Pokemon with its Unite move, getting with that old buff. Mm -hmm. You got a big burst of movement speed. You got a real big boost of attack speed. You got to be this really bulky all-rounder because you got that shield. Your cooldown really didn't matter, but just being able to be fly around and spam your auto attacks on things was really, really good. And the the new Unite move uh, buff being, a, being reducing some of that for Charizard has made it less of a problem essentially okay so then i'm, I'm just i'm just kind of looking at the the latest patch notes here 
Um, I figured, you know, something we can do is kind of talk about, like, each changes to the Pokemon and, like, your opinion about it. Like That's fine. If you want to do that, sure. Cool. Um, let's see. It says the first thing here, uh, we're going off of Unite slash db.com forward slash patch notes. I'm assuming this is just like the typical Unite database that has access to everything. Uh, this is where we track pretty much the, per- the people who run this pretty much when they get the patch. They'll go through the practice system, track all the damages, try to track all that stuff down for us. They Because Unite, when they release patch notes, they usually don't give us the flat numbers. Got they it. just tell you, they hey, say... this changed hey, this changed. And so a lot of it is gathered through data mines and trial and error and looking at the numbers and trying to figure out what happened, why does it do this now, and things like that. Cool, 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 cool. So they, they do fantastic work. Go go check them out. So we've talked about uh, the emblem changes here. Um, we've talked about the Unite buff. Yep. So I guess now we can start going into like individual Pokemon buffs and nerfs and all that here. So yeah, sure. I'll, I kind of like I'll kind of lightning round this because a lot of this doesn't matter too terribly much, but so some of it's pretty important. Okay. Yeah, I, I figured I'll just read like the initial thing here, and then like if we want to go into like hyper specifics with like numbers and stuff, you can you can talk about those as we get there. Sure. Uh, so it says Buzzwell was a significant pres- presence on release. Then rapidly faded into obscurity. Uh, getting a damaged steroid should help get his buggy muscles back on remote. What what does uh what do you mean remote's gone? Okay, so <laughs> I'm assuming remote's the old map. Yes, it is. Okay, so uh, it looks like pretty big damage buff here to SmackDown. Um, it has a. Buff to its muscle gate. What is this? So, Buzzwall out instead of having the standard um, normal, like, he has this bonus thing for muscle gauge, uh, where if you hit um, certain move, certain moves, which for Buzzwall it is basic attacks on Pokemon, not wild Pokemon, on like enemy Pokemon, okay. or hits Smackdown. Or I believe Superpower is the other one. Okay. No, Smackdown and Lunge. That's the Smackdown Lunge and basic attacks all stack your muscle gauge. Okay. When you use Leech Life or um, Superpower, it consumes that muscle gauge for extra damage. Got it. Okay. Now I'm following. So your muscle gauge going from one to two means that your your leech life then is going to do that much more damage got exactly it, got it, it's gonna it. it's gonna do more damage when you do get that smack down to land and do all that um overall these changes are it's good for smackdown leech life still feels underpowered because there's so many ways to get out of leech life okay elaborate so leech life is one of these abil- moves that just will immobilize a target for a duration. And okay. so they had to make it to where you're not just stuck in there constantly. So you, if you have ways to eject button, knock up the buzz wall, like any kind of actual crowd control, it'll stop that leech life. Got it. Now I'm following. Uh, and because there's so many Pokemon that can do that, leech life still just feels underwhelming when you play it. 
Like, it gives you great sustain. They've reduced the cooldown on it, and the damage is better. But um, the, be, them being able to stop you or get away from you immediately is a problem. At, that's yeah. where the issues with Leech Life lie. It's not the damage, and it wasn't the cooldown. That was never the problem. The problem okay. with Leech Life was Pokemon being able to just immediately hit away from you. Because they hit their eject button. Or they dashed away while, when you went to hug. And you while you did hit them with the hug, they were already gone, so Leech Life doesn't, doesn't activate. Okay. The SmackDown changes are good, though. That that's a real good quality of life because now you can do SmackDown superpower things. Okay. And you can literally take a Pokemon, grab them out of the fight, and just run off with them. <laughs> you'll knock them in a direction with SmackDown. You'll reactivate to jump on top of them and smack them down into the enemy team. You'll then superpower the Pokemon you want to grab and bounce out. That's amazing. It is so much fun. You are literally the the epitome of a WWE wrestler. I love it. Uh, Moving on here, we have Cramrant. It says, uh, Cram had a significant uptick in play when CDR emblems hit, so worsening its cooldowns feels like an appropriate response. So um, I feel like this is actually a really huge downtick for for Cramrant, losing all the... uh, No, CDR didn't get nerfed, right? It's the cooldown, just... the cooldown emblems did get nerfed. Yes, that's the that's the black one. Oh, black, black. Yep, 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 yep. You're right. So um, between that and then uh, Cram's uh, cooldowns going up seems pretty pretty rough for it. Yeah. Um. The dive air slash build was pretty nutty. You could get around the map pretty quickly while just dealing massive damage to everything. You were real hard to get a hold of, and so this is a good change, I think, for Cramorant. Um, people were still playing Cramorant with Hurricane and Surf, so like it's not there's not like it's unplayable. You can still play Cramorant. It's just you're not going to be as obnoxious as the dive air slash builds were. Got it. Uh, Machamp saw a lot of competitive play right up to, but not including worlds. This nerf feels pretty reasonable and shouldn't be too detrimental to its success. Um, elaborate. So why was it good up to worlds, but not at worlds? Um, mainly due to um, mainly due to the fact that the teams that played Machamp weren't winning with Machamp. Got it. Uh, their their Serena is a very good answer into Machamp. You kind of can just beat it up because Machamp's sitting there. You level up. You you power spike faster on Serena than you do as Machamp because Machamp is one of those later evolutions. Whereas Serena, you're once you hit level six, you're Serena. You have Stomp. You have Queenly Majesty. You just get to go nuts. And right. so Machamp kind of really couldn't keep up with that. Same thing is like it kind of couldn't keep up with Agaslash. Agaslash does the same thing. It levels up early. Once you hit seven, you have your full move kit for the most part, other side of your Unite move. Um, and so you can really, really just whip your way around through a team fight, whereas Machamp is still going to be a Machoke <laughs> waiting yeah. to get into those fights. Got it. Okay. Uh, Wigglytuff. Basic attack now deals physical damage. Uh, Wigglytuff cannot crit with moves. Rollout added an indicator to where Whirlout will bounce. Um, you were kind of talking about this before we started recording. Yeah. The the ability to remove crits from a like individual Pokemon seems really weird, but like after talking to you about it, it 
makes sense as to why they would do so. Yeah, um, this is a change that I, I like. I like Wigglytuff being a physical attacking supporter. A lot of its attacks were physical based, like double slap, roll out. Uh, you have Dazzling Gleam, which no one really ever uses. Um, like seeing rollout is really, really good. Um, so I, it, it makes sense to change it to a physical damage and then remove the crit option because Wigglytuff's bulky as it is. You don't need someone sitting there building crit Wigglytuff bouncing back and forth with rollout hitting you seven times or whatever it is and and knocking you out because you took 7,000 damage from rollout. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a good change. Because yeah. I know there was um, a non-zero amount of times where on the old map, you could just bounce between the walls and just trap people, and it was hilarious. Yep, you can do that still. Okay, cool. Uh, Serena. Serena Mommy will step on you slightly less painfully. I feel like that in and of itself answers everything we need to know. Uh, The the change isn't super-duper, like, impactful. Serena's still really, really good. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, What are these ratio numbers? What does that mean? So Serena's AD scaling is insane. This is how much um, the ratio is how much of your attack damage gets added when determining the damage of the move. Got it. Which your your attack scaling on Serena is nuts. And that's why you see things like attack weight Serena, um, attack weight and AO's cookie Serena's because you'll get to, you want to stack those buffs up you want as much attack as possible and those are the items that give you the most attack throughout the game okay i feel i feel it i like it i like uh, i feel like you know these are positive changes like yeah serena very good serena still good less potent yeah, you're not going to completely 1v9 teams anymore, but you can still probably get away with them in a team fight. Got it. We talked about Dragonite um, already, if you wanted yeah, to skip we, it. Yeah, we talked about Dragonite. So that brings us to Glaceon. Uh, let's see. Icicle Spear. Fixed a bug where the shattered, shattered Icicle Spear damage would linger after hitting its target. By linger, we actually mean accidentally dealing uh, 30,000 damage. So, for those that may <laughs> not be aware, uh, there was a bug on Glaceon's release that um, when the Icicle Spears would hit you, they shatter and deal splash damage to whatever's around them. Uh, if you got it set up correctly, you could get one of them to stick, and it would just nuke things. Awesome. Um, I, I love that. I think Glaceon would have been allowed at Worlds if the bug didn't exist. I'm pretty sure that Was would have been Glaceon, the case. Was Glaceon, like, actually factually banned? Yes. So, oh. Worlds banned... Worlds didn't have emblems. Worlds didn't have Glaceon, Titar, or Buzzwool. Uh, but I think they would have allowed Glaceon had the game... Uh, had it not been bugged. Okay. Got it. Okay. Um, also, Icy Wind Boost is really, really good. It doesn't seem like that much of a boost, but a boost nonetheless. Uh, Icy Wind is one of those moves that, when it gets upgraded, it deals percent health damage. Got it. So any boost to that is going to be good. Okay. Um, Delphox didn't see much play, 
So a little tickle to nudge people towards them probably shouldn't hurt. Uh, just like CDR here on like Flame Charge. Yeah. Is that universal on Flame Charge or is that specifically for Delphox? That's specifically for Delphox. Okay. Uh, one of the things you'll notice when, you, when we talk about Unite stuff is a lot of the move names aren't the same. Um, but with, that doesn't mean it's the same move. Yeah. With the addition is... of Mew, you can play Ulcer. Okay. Uh, because we have um, Blastoise, Cramorant, Mew, Slowbro. Slowbro. Um, God, what's the other one? It's a Pokemon I don't play. What is it? Azu? No. I, I'm out of water types. Greninja. That's the other one. Oh, yeah. I forgot Greninja's in the game. That's the other surf. I'm like, there's one I'm missing, and it's the Pokemon I don't play. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, let's see. Espeon. Uh, cooldown reduction to Psybeam. Cooldown reduction to Future Sight. Uh, Icy debuff? What does that mean? So, um... So there are certain moves in the game that you get stacks stored, right? Okay. So if I remember correctly, stored power um, will... It, it Stored power is uh, one of those moves that stacks. And when it hits... Now it's every two seconds instead of every three seconds. So it just deals a little bit more damage as it goes on. Okay. Um, but all these Espeon changes are good for Espeon. Yeah, I feel like this is just, like, net positive. Uh, Psychic Solaire, I'm assuming, is its Unite, Unite move. move. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 12 as, second. Yeah, seems uh, good. Going down to 100 seconds for your Unite move is huge. Like, that is a very big change. Especially on something like an attacker like Espeon. Yeah, it, it seems... Uh, I haven't played with a single one of the Evolutions, so it's cool to see all of them essentially in the game like this it's really really cool we're waiting for umbreon to come and be a support pokemon yeah and like obviously it's going to be right yep like, um, if it's not support then they did something wrong i'm excited to see how many unique ways they could still use swift <laughs> because Elaborate. so eevee all the Eevees for for the uh, Glaceon, Sylveon, Espeon, they all mm-hmm. have Swift. Okay. They all do something different with Swift. So, okay. And and the Swift coordinates with the rest of the kit for the Evolution. So because Sylveon's a very straightforward pushing damage out in front of it all the time, your Swift shoots your stars forward in a in a line. And you okay. can kind of side strafe back and forth to kind of aim where they're going. Um, I don't play much Espeon, but I know it's different because I get hit with it a lot. Um, <laughs> I know it's different because it kills me. <laughs> it doesn't kill me, but it hits me a ton. But um, the Glaceon one actually is just like an empowered auto attack boost. Okay. So Seems when really you act- cool. when you activate it on Glaceon, because Glaceon is very auto attack focused, you'll whenever you throw out an auto attack, it'll throw out a star. Got it. Okay. And on your boosted attack, it throws out two. Okay. Seems and and so I'm excited okay. to see how they utilize Swift on other Eevees. Yeah, because right now we have three. 
Sylveon, Glaceon, Espeon, right? Yep, that's it. Give me Flareon. I want Umbreon. Make Flareon good. Um, I would like in my head how I view it because right now they've all been attackers. Like I imagine like Jolteon being the speedster, yep. um, Vaporeon and Umbreon both being support. Um, Leafeon can be an attacker. I don't care. Uh, and then Flareon's like the all rounder in my head. Yep, that makes sense. So then you're frozen again. Uh, I, uh, how about now? Am I still frozen? Kinda, you're kind of jittery. You're back. Okay. Did you so say this anything? Brings us no. I. I, uh, I yeah. Cool. Um, Duraludon, Dragon Tail. Time between uses goes from one point one seconds to two seconds. I think that's just like they wanted to make it a flat number. Okay. And I feel like two is better than one. Um, so it actually is a kind of a, a, sl a slight nerf because you can't just spam double dragon tail like bam bam Got um, it. now it's like bam bam because that's how you get away from people and so you'll shoot it out it'll knock somebody up and you'll go backwards okay because Duraludon for all intents and purposes is the turret Pokemon it when you do flash cannon things you sit you like lock yourself in place and you can get increased attack range at the price of not being able to move outside of eject button and dragon tail okay seems fine yeah um blissey was by far the best support pokemon it heals really good it got a nerf where it's not healing as much. Yep, this is a good change. Um, yeah, I like the games I've played with Blissey were stupid and obnoxious, and that was a year ago. So for it to uh, basically still do the same thing a year later means that it probably needed to do something. Yeah, I always compared Blissey to like being the first battle mage, being the first like here I can do this thing, but I can also heal you as we're going, so I can mm -hmm. just sit here and I can just infinitely battle. I'm never going to die. You can't beat me, kind of thing. Uh, this definitely brings it more in line. It's not a, it's, it's still good. It's not just busted like it was. We talked about mime. It's yeah. It's Mr. Mime thing. got completely reworked. If you're interested in like reading up on it, go check out the patch notes. Uh, Tyranitar, a true menace in ranked Titar was too free of a W in non mirror games. This really doesn't look like it'll be enough to dethrone him, but it's definitely a step in the right direction. Watching Jeff play Tyranitar, his response to when he first started playing it is, "I'm pressing buttons. I don't know what they're doing, and I'm winning." Yeah, that's essentially <laughs> what it is. Uh, Titar, once you got to Tyranitar, it was felt a lot like Garchomp. Once you hit, once you hit your level nine evolution, you just get to go nuts, right? Awesome! I you, love it's that. really hard to stop you. Um, I personally thought Titar was a little underwhelming because you can just walk away from it. <laughs> like you don't have to sit there and fight it. You, when it pops, it's unite move. You just walk away, <laughs> like. Oh, what's it gonna do? Like ancient you... power, it used ancient power to get into the fight. It's not gonna be able to use to chase one person mm -hmm. down because it wants to be in the middle of the fight. Oh, that's so funny! What are you kids doing over there? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, it's pro probably that's part of the reason why I liked the Stone Edge Sand Tomb build so much. Um, I was able to get into fights, and if they tried to walk away, Sand Tomb will bring them back to me. Like, no, stop it. Get back over here. Um, like, you do a giant AoE cone with Stone Edge when you get to its third stack. Sand Tomb deals bonus damage, and you can pull people in and out. Um, I think it's... that's why I preferred that moveset more than the Dark Pulse Ancient Power. But I do agree, like, a really talented T-Tar player could 1v9 a game with Dark Pulse Ancient Power. Uh, Tyrannical Rampage, I'm assuming, is its Unite move. Yes. Um, it was the one that has, like, an auto-assassinate on it, is that right? So, when it when when Tyrannical Rampage gets activated, all opposing Pokemon get this little indicator on your HP bar. Okay. Uh, if your HP, just your base HP, your green bar, was ever to fall below that number, and you get hit by a move from Tyranitar while Tyrannical Rampage is still going, it's an auto-execute. Awesome. Granted... It's under, it was like 15% of your HP, so unless you were just like super tanky for some reason, like at 15% HP, most of the time you were going down because Tyranitar is dealing true damage to you anyway. Awesome, I love that. So, the execute on Tyrannical Rampage isn't that big a deal. It's still good, but it helps but you get through. But it's not the through. reason to play T-Tar. Yeah, like Dark Pulse Got and it. Ancient Power were the reason you were winning your games most of the time. Got it. Uh, Hoopa changes basic attack to physical damage. That's a big Crust change. That's really good, actually. Crustal had a change to Stealth Rock, saying that uh, there was a bug that caused it to deal extra damage. Uh, it can also no longer crit. Yep. That's a good change, too. Lucario had a power-up punch fix bug that caused the dash to be shorter than intended when fully charged. Okay. So this is hilarious. I want to talk about this one in particular because there's a story behind how how this all came to be. Okay. So they had said that they had changed power-up punch to begin with. Mm -hmm. uh, power-up punch before the change, uh, you would go through to the other side of the target. So you would charge it up hit your target and you would pop up on the other side when they introduced the lucario changes i believe it was patch 6.1 1.6 they um they didn't specify that a change had happened but we we took it as a change all the same because your power up punch stopped you in front of your target instead of behind it okay and so now you can go through your targets again, I believe. I believe that's what this is saying. Um, I haven't played Lucario in a very long time, um, but now I believe your power-up punches either go the full distance now, or they won't, or at least it won't stop you short, like it had been doing. Okay. So Lucario is still fine. It's not Serena, but it's still fine. Sure. Yeah, that's kind of the rundown of that. Um, held item changes here. Leftovers, still probably bad, yep. but it's way more than it was. Um, I still wouldn't play it. Assault vest, still probably bad. Yep. Rocky Just... helmet, still probably bad. Yep. Float stone. 
I touched uh, on this about the out of movement combat speed for the new map mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, Lodestone is probably playable on your Pokemon that you're not trying to be bulky on. Okay. If you're trying to either do invading jungle strats, which those are a thing in this map, um, if you can, if you want to try and get across the map, go five yellow and floatstone, you'll get there pretty dang quick. Um, like there were already invading junglers in remote stadium, Greedent, Crustal, doing things like that. You can now probably play these on like your Talonflame, your Zeraora, or other speedsters. And actually just be a bully. And take stuff from your opponents. Okay. You'll probably have to run X speed to significant, like to consistently get there and do that all the time. But um, overall, it's, it's a good change. Um, and then miscellaneous achievement missions have been added... AO's energy gained from battle reflects your activity in battle rather than winning or losing. Spawn healing reduced, now 15% of max HP per half second. What is What does that mean? So, going back to Hoopa. The reason Hoopa okay. was such a menace was because Hoopa could send you back to spawn, and then you could come back on a cooldown using the hyperspace hole. If I, I don't know if I remember talking about that a little bit, but mm-hmm. that's how that worked. Um, and so you could easily heal up to full in a very short amount of time and then hyperspace hold back very quickly. Like, it took a couple seconds at most if okay. you were really low. Um, what this change does is if you are low, you won't be full HP by the time you want to go back with hyperspace hold. Okay. This is a good thing because multiple people can take the hyperspace hole at a time. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh. So you could send four your you could send your entire team away to be healed, yourself included, and then come back at full HP after a after a small fight skirmish broke out while your opponents are stuck at whatever HP they were after the fight. Got it. And okay, so, so um, yeah, that seems really good. Yeah, that's it. It sucks right now because we're not used to it. But mm-hmm. the more like you get into the ranked play, the more we see competitive, the bigger of a change it'll be. We won't see Hoopa like spamming hyperspace hole to go back as often. Um, but it'll still be a thing. Okay. Um, the other big change is the Aos energy. I talked about how the gotcha system sucked. I hate that system. But now the fact that you can just earn energy so quickly by just playing the game. Um, I have the one times energy booster on and I think I can get 100 to 200 energy in a game. And how much is a roll? Uh, a roll is 100 energy. Okay. So if you if I with everything like if you've been playing the game consistently, you probably have a lot of these extra energy tanks and energy multipliers in your inventory. Use them. Because that's how you're gonna get extra rolls. Got it. Okay. And that's the patch notes for the most part. That's arena. I mean that's a uh, unite. 
Um, what the map... is what's up? Um, do we have like list of Pokemon that are coming? There's a lot that have been rumored, but have any actually been confirmed? Uh, we know Sizor, Dodrio are coming. Uh, Dodrio is coming, I believe, September fifteenth. Yes. And then Sizor is the 29th. Yep. Uh, those are the big two that we know that are coming because they're on the test server. Um, there's been some rumors that we're getting um, maybe, maybe uh, like, there's like someone posted something like there's a bunny and a clover and like there's somebody who's data mined who's known for leaking this stuff early there's people thinking we're getting low punny to the game um there's people thinking that we're getting maybe a luck based pokemon on with based on the clover um so there's some cool stuff coming down the pipeline again for october do we know anything about like clefable uh not off the top of my head no Evidently, it was in the original trailer of the game. Yes, that one was. Yes, that is. Yes. But and it like, never made it to... It's just never been released? Yeah, it just never made it to the game. Huh. Okay. Oh, it was. That's so weird. Uh, what I think happened was Clefable got scrapped. Probably for Wigglytuff. Maybe for Wigglytuff. Maybe for Blissey down the line. Um, so looking, looking here at the original roster, like I have the video pulled up and just paused here. Um, we have Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise, Pikachu. Yep. Which have all been added. Blastoise was not there on release though. Nope, nope um, it was not. Machamp, Gengar, Lucario, Snorlax, Talonflame. All of those are available, right? Yep, they were all available. And then, uh, yeah, Clefable as well. Yep. So, t like, Blastoise wasn't av immediately available. Clefable still is not in the game. What they might um, have done was they might have cut Clefable for specifically Eldegoss. To tie oh, into Sword and Shield. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. That would be my guess. Huh. Very, very cool. Okay. Is there anything else you would like to know about Unite while we're while I'm here? Um, how do I get good? Lots of practice. That's fair. And if I don't have that, uh, good luck. Um, <laughs> uh, I I play Unite. I I at least play almost daily. Like I'm going to be on for some amount of time every night or during the day, depending on when I'm home. Um, if you ever want to play, just let me know. Oh, of course, of course. That invite I goes know. to everybody. I, I, I don't care what rank you are. I, I'll play casual. I'll play ranked. I don't care either way. Like I'm not super picky about it. Carl just wants to play. Yeah, I just want to grind the game. Right okay. now, I'm trying to figure out the optimal jungle pathings plus lane pathings for the new map. That is my um, current project. We were doing I'm that a little bit. I'm genuinely surprised it hasn't already been like figured out. Uh, because there is so much going on all the time Okay. in that game. Uh, so the Thea Sky Ruins added extra experience camps, and they're all spread out. Okay. And their timers are so 
uh, there's set up to the point where there's always something to fight over somewhere. Okay. And so trying to find the optimal route is going to be hard because you want to make sure you're getting your stuff done at the certain times to be at the next spot when it spawns. Does that make sense? Uh Uh-huh. So I'll take you through the jungle route for remote stadium here, and then I'll, I'll take you through what the current jungle routes for Thea look like. So remote stadium, you would do your little pup right in front of you. Yep. And then you would have your buffs and then you would have core fishes on the backside near the center. Right. Yep. So you would do little pup, wait till whatever 45, 945, do whatever buff your little pup was next to go do your core fishes head bottom or top. Right. Okay. So now in the Thea Sky Ruins, you have Zotu where the little pup was, but you have ball toys in between the buffs and Zatu. Okay. So now what can happen is you'll take Zatu, the ball toys will spawn while you're taking Zatu, and your laners can help out with either buff or taking the ball toys. And it affects how timing works and how you're clearing things because they're all level two. And then you have a Selgor and a Scavalier to go take and clear that out. And by the time you're done with that full clear, you should be heading bottom to top or top. But you also have to be ready to go take the center stuff in the middle because that all spawns pretty early now. Oh, okay. So the center has four ball toy and a group of Altarias in the, of Altaria and Swablu in the center. That's worth a ton of experience if you can get it. Hmm. Okay. And so it becomes this balancing act of I need to clear my jungle, but I also need to clear the center area. So I'm probably going to have to either A, ignore my lane or B, ignore one of my camps. Got it which is where the optimal clearing path comes in. If your laners take ball toys or help you with the buff, you get to clear things faster. You get to move around the map faster. You have more time to help the lanes out. Got it. And that's kind of where we're at at this point is everyone's trying to figure out what buffs are good. What, like what, what rotations need to happen? Do we need to rotate at all? Are we wanting the team fight hard around Rayquaza? Are we wanting to just like stop, stop Rayquaza from happening? Um, the early consensus is Reggie Aliki is really, really good. Who knew it even transferred over from VGC? <laughs> Hooray! Um, the bottom Reggie trios are fine. They're not must-haves like Dreadnought was. Dreadnought was a big boost of experience, and that was what made Dreadnought great compared to Rotom because Rotom wasn't that immediate payoff. Well, now the experience, I think, is less from the Reggie Trio than Dreadnought was. But you get buffs instead, depending on which Reggie Trio it is. Um, and so... It's not always worth it to fight over that Reggie. If it's like Reggie Rock, they're going to get bonus defense. Who cares? Yeah, like... It, cool whatever. story, bro. You got the Reg Ice. You have extra HP recovery. We're going to go take the Reggie Elki up top and get some points in. Yeah, because okay. scoring is more important in this game now than it was in Zapdos games. There's okay. no coin flip. I'm going to go put 500 points in. It's 
I lost Rayquaza. Now I need to go try to score. Hopefully they're not respawning. Because if they're already on that point, it's going to be much harder for us to get that score in because they can take that shield off of us pretty quickly. Got it. Okay. So that's the, that's the balancing game right now is trying to figure out how the map works, like rotation wise, what objectives we need to focus on and what's the optimal time to like try and push scores, try and get ahead. You want to try and snowball these games as hard as possible because the farther you are ahead, the less they're going to be able to come back with Rayquaza if, if they even get it. Huh. You look confused. It's it's a lot to try to learn a game when it's been so long since I've played it. And there's this, so much I will say this is now. the perfect time to pick it back up because everybody's doing that. Everybody's relearning is learning the map, everybody's learning the timers. The game is wide open just like it was when it first started. Got it. I might I don't know. My head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do it tonight, but maybe maybe sometime later. No, I'm I my plan tonight is eat, go to bed. Yep. But okay. I think it's about time we get out of here. This about is to say, are we are we done riveting. here? I think so. I my head hurts. Okay, get but, us on out of here, bub. All right. As always, everyone, thank you so much for watching. If you're listening over on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. You know, tell us uh, your thoughts on the newest Unite patch, all that good stuff. Tell us uh, why I should get back into the game and tell Carl he's amazing at the game, all that good stuff. Um, if you're not listening on YouTube, if you're listening on over on one of the audio platforms, you can, you know, of course, check out the video stuff over on the YouTube as well. And uh, make sure you give us a, a five-star rating over there on, on all those platforms. It really does help us out, push us into the algorithm, all that good stuff. Um, you can follow us all over on Twitter at LR Lessons, myself at Mr. Missouri 25, Carl's at Musical BGC. You can also follow us over on Twitch at Mr. Missouri 25 and at Musical. Um, past that, you can come and join our community Discord where you can get to hang out with everyone and have a wonderful good time and all that good stuff. Um, check out the website at LRLessons.com. While you're there, make sure you go ahead and check out the merch page, pick you up some fantastic, sweet, sweet merch. And uh, if that's not your kind of thing, but you still want to keep us, you know, support us and keep our lights on, uh, you can do that over at Anchor for as little as 20 or 25 cents an episode with uh, Anchor support. So, yep. I think that's everything. I think I nailed that on the first try. I'm going to bed. <laughs> that is fine. All right. Have a good one, everyone. Peace. Peace.